TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday edition of ChairShot Radio. ChairShot Radio is a proud part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. ChairShot Radio is also available on your favorite podcast streaming platform like Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, uh, and much, much more. iHeartRadio, you know, the usual places. Uh, this is Miranda Morales. Uh, it's not Greg DeMarco this week. This is my attempt at hosting Chair Shop Radio. You may know me from other podcasts such as the Babyface Heel Podcast, the Hashtag Miranda Show, and the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. And I mentioned that last but not least because I am once again joined by, by my Lucha Central Weekly co-hosts, Brendan Barr and Dusty Murphy. Guys, welcome back to Chairshot Radio. How are you? Oh, thank you. It's great to We're be taking here. We're over. I'm going yeah. straight for the, the wrestling angles here. We're taking over. This is the Lucha World Order. Yes! yes. I love it. Dig it. Where are the shirts? Where's the merch? Take my money. And, of course, we are your Lucha Libre-related content at TheChairShot.com. Of course, the Babyface Heel podcast, the Hashtag Miranda Show, and, yes, the Lucha Central Weekly podcast are all available at TheChairShot.com. Make sure you follow TheChairShot.com on social media, at ChairShot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're going to give our infos at the end of this episode, but we just want to set you up to know where you can find, of course, all of the great content at thechairshot.com and the podcast from the uh, the Chairshot Radio Network, and of course the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, which you can also find on luchacentral.com, one of our partner websites. So now that we've set that up, you gotta know that we're gonna be talking some lucha libre content because that's what we do best. Yeah. Now. Today's topic is something that we do talk frequently about on the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. So if this topic piques your interest, make sure you stay tuned to our weekly show because we frequently discuss this. (laughs) Whether we intend to or not, it just happens to come up because that's how we do. And that is, you know, we cover Lucha Libre from all corners of pro wrestling, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW, Impact Wrestling, uh, in the North American promotions realm. And of course, Lucha Libre promotions like AAA, CMLL, and even independents like IWRGD, you know, all, all of sectors of Lucha Libre. And a lot of times, Specifically, when we're talking about American promotions and American wrestling companies, we often discuss kind of our frustrations with the way that Lucha Libre is presented to the American audience, whether that's luchadors or angles or matches. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What are the challenges? What is wrong 
with Lucha Libre booking in America. And that seems like, you know, I summed it up fairly well in just that one sentence, but there's a lot more. And that's what we're going to get into. So, Brendan, I'm going to start with you. What do you feel like is the biggest challenge? What's wrong with Lucha Libre booking or booking of luchadors in U.S. promotions? So, uh, I mean, if you were to, to quali- qualify it here, it is the problem is not the lack of presence because I'll focus on the two big ones, WWE, AEW, both have a very strong, diverse talent roster of luchadors specifically uh, you can we can name off names wwe even with with lindsay dorado leaving still has a huge and andrade still has a huge uh i was gonna say lindsay i think you say lindsay and you meant uh uh I, I meant i meant uh samurai del sol so yeah samurai Calisto. Calisto. Yes. I was like, wait, yes. yeah, Lindsay was still on in Kansas City this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apologies, Lindsay. You're on but, my mind as one of the good yes. ones that is good, still good on the show. Of so the you show, can... Lindsay Dorado, <laughs> good acquaintance of the show. Yes, yeah, yeah no. But to to that point, he's still one of the ones that is there and is is a strong representation. But uh, the the it's it's that the and and it come in two different flavors, but it's they're underutilized in, in one way or another. They're either getting a start and stop pushes like AEW's doing with uh with Death Triangle and various members of Death Triangle, or they're or you're getting underrepresentation like the uh the Lucha House Party where you have some of the best guys on the roster running around chasing the twenty four seven champion on uh, YouTube segments and not even on television anymore. Um, I don't know. Do you have any – you want to expand on this, Dusty? I know we've all got theory. Yeah. One of my biggest problems, and it kind of feeds into this, is that especially in WWE and, and in the eyes of the American audience as well, they're always looking for either the next Rey Mysterio or the next Eddie Guerrero. And if sure. you don't fit inside that little box, they don't know what to do with you. We saw it recently with Angel Garza. I mean, he is fantastic. He does great work. He's got a fantastic look. They kind of gave him that mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero type character. And when it didn't work for him, where have we seen Garza? He's on main event now. He hardly ever makes it on Raw. I mean, his push was slowed to a stop. And yeah. if they don't have that... That thing, that little box that WWE can put them, especially WWE, they it seems like they don't know what to do with them, and then they they just don't use them properly, and yeah. it's it's a larger issue of also not understanding lucha culture. They don't understand the the kind of symbolism behind everything, and the fact that there can be comedy and there can be serious sometimes right next to each other, mm-hmm. but it's not. I mean. Yeah, Americans yeah. just aren't used to that. They either get the comedy match or the serious match. You're either a comedy wrestler or a serious wrestler. Yeah. And in Mexico, it's easy to be both. Some, like I said, sometimes at the, the same time. Yeah, they just haven't seen like uh, a La Parca do uh, a Tope Suicida right after doing a bunch of Bugs Bunny spots. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, just a lack of the greater understanding of lucha and the variety of lucha the 
tendency to pigeonhole Lucha as this one thing, just flips and littler guys on the top rope. Like that is a part of Lucha, but there is so much more mm-hmm. to Lucha Libre and such a mm-hmm. wide variety. And it, much like with wrestling, there's a, a Lucha, something for everyone. You know, there's hardcore, there's comedy, there's classic, right. there's brawling. And people just don't see Lucha that way. And it feels like it becomes discounted in their minds because of it. You know, they pigeonhole it to be this one thing. And well, I, I just want to juxtapose that WWE presentation, the AEW presentation has changed week after week after week. Like to your point, they know they seem to get Absolutely. better than it can be more. But then they never let it stay in in that. They keep trying to find a a pigeonhole to put it in. They do that. Yeah, (laughs) they always try to compartmentalize. There we go. They always try to just put it in a little box. Like they want lucha to be this very specific thing, regardless of the company. It feels like. And and I think this is a larger uh, view of, of wrestling and a larger challenge, especially by. WWE fans, but also AEW to Brendan's point is that there just isn't, they haven't put them in intriguing storylines. Um, and I think that's just a struggle in, in general, but I do think that they can excel not only in the ring, but they do need a story to tell. And whether that be within the Lucha community or outside of Lucha with other wrestlers, I think that that and and to, you know, Dusty's point, it may be because they kind of pigeonhole them that if you're not a Rey Mysterio or you're not an Eddie, it's not going to work. But when you think about what made them successful, it was some of their stories. You know, Eddie was the type of person who could do comedy and then jump into a serious role. But when you think Mm -hmm. about, you know, his program with Rey being one of the most memorable storylines in the past 20 years of wrestling, even Mm -hmm. his partnership with China and that story that was comedic, but that was still something people remember his story with Brock and that, you know, redemption angle, you have to have a good story to tell. And, you know, someone like Eddie was able to do that. But even Ray, you know, the very much the underdog story that he kind of continuously was able to to tell and share. And some of the best rivalries and programs, when we even think back to the WCW Cruiserweight division, they have yep. stories within the Cruiserweight division that absolutely was tying into bigger picture stuff oh yeah and i think because of the fact they just haven't been able to build stories within their roster has been one of a challenge where you you can't have that visibility you can't have that growth and development as a character and that in turn ends up impacting the way that fans view lucha libre because you're absolutely right you know it's seen as one just one thing or the other super acrobatic and fun or just comedy, you know, yeah. uh, and you have a lot of the pieces and elements there, but you just don't have a story to kind of keep things connected and bring all of these little pieces together. So to that point, I think that was the biggest failing with Angel Garza. They did, they gave him it was it was an Eddie Guerrero like personality, but it also was very much Angel Garza for anyone who's seen Garza Jr., over the years in Mexico knows that he has a very charismatic personality. He could do a lot of the of what they were going to give him, but they didn't give him a compelling story. And at the end of the day, shoving a rose up somebody's butt 
is just not, not enough. Yeah. Right? That's, that's absolutely you know. true. Yeah. Well, so that's a little bit of background as to these are common things that we talk about on a weekly basis on the Lucha Central <laughs> weekly podcast. But, you know, we talked about the things that maybe go wrong. But after we come back from commercial break, we're going to talk about some ways we think North American wrestling companies can get Lucha Libre right. We're not just here to complain. Oh, no, no, no. We're here to bring solutions. We're here to bring ideas. We're here to make Lucha Libre fit within North American wrestling. So stay tuned to the second half of Wednesday's Chair Shot Radio. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, we are back with the second half of the Wednesday edition of CHAIRSHOT Radio. It is myself, Miranda Morales, Brendan Barr, and Dusty Murphy from the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, which you can find at thechairshot.com and luchacentral.com. Before the break, we were talking about, you know, the challenges. What's wrong with Lucha Libre? Why has it not caught on uh, in North American wrestling? Some of our thoughts, some of our ideas. Again, these are just our opinions. Uh, we love to hear your opinions. We'll give our social media handles out at the end of the show so you can let us know your thoughts. Uh, but on the second half, we came here with some ideas, solutions, thoughts, because we're not just here to sit and complain about stuff. We are co-hosts of action. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Brendan, let me start off with you. What would be some things you think that North American promotions could do to better enhance either their luchadors or lucha libre presence or storytelling, really anything related to lucha libre within, you know, uh, their their companies. So I'm going to start by referencing two companies that I think are doing a good job, and they're both doing a similar thing but with very different applications. MLW and Ring of Honor are both yep. making luchadors yep. factions. They're making out their, their significant – 
in that they are all a big grouping of, of these luchadors and it's they're they're uh in one it's about bringing the style and the culture to it in the other it's about being an outside faction which has dynamism to to the storytelling and i think that that is your first start is if you acknowledge that, that lucha libre is different and it's special and you put your you allow your stars to work under that instead of like just on the microscope of you must be funny or you must do high flying flippy stuff if you give them more to work with like an element of mysticism or, or an element of of mystery or 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 uh just uh you know ROH just has has a good guy and a bad guy faction of them so you get to see both sides of of what they do and sometimes they even wrestle against each other uh, I think I think by giving them just a little wider space and allowing them to perform together, because you mentioned the cruiserweights on the other half from WCW, one of the reasons that the cruiserweights got to shine, as you mentioned, was they had their own stories that were going on there. Um, instead of being a, 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 a smaller part of a, of a big card, they need to be... They need to be a focused part of of the card that is a destination in the middle of the card where, you know, people like me won't go to the bathroom while everybody else is doing that. Uh, something interesting is about to happen. Uh, and it's it, that's pretty vague. I recognize that. But I wanted to I'm setting the table so that he, uh, Dusty and Miranda can kind of go a little more into what they want. So go ahead, Dusty. What what I really want is more consistency. Like we see this across the board, almost every major company in the United States, Lucha Libre will get a push for a while and then it'll kind of cool off. We, mm-hmm. you know, Ray Mysterio and Dominic will be real hot and then they'll lose and then keep losing and like mm-hmm. same same thing. And so I just wish that that. I mean, like, it's hard to make a more compelling character say, you know, they need to make the writing more compelling. They absolutely do. But if it was more consistent and gave us a more consistent motivation to be interested in them, to root for them, just mm-hmm. just the consistency alone would be such a huge deal. Yeah. And, I mean, we saw it in AEW recently, too. I don't want to just clown on WWE about it. With Penta, <laughs> he was... Uh, when he was up against Cody, I mean, Penta looked amazing, like so yeah. rudo against Cody. And then the match happened, Cody wins, LOL, and they just cool off the whole thing. I mean, they were really spitting, and like it sounded like yeah. a feud, not just a match, and then they just blow it off at one match. The The lack of consistency right there is what... I mean, like, so many people were so hot for Pinta right in that. That's when the Pinta says started with Alex Abrahantes. And they, for as much as AEW did capitalize it, they failed to capitalize on what they already had there. Instead of developing it into the Pinta says thing, they had, like, a really cool Rudo Pinta for a week. and. Two weeks, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, <laughs> and then they put him back into a babyface tag team, so it makes Absolutely, no sense. Absolutely, yeah. For Alex yeah. his promos, yeah, yeah. It's uh, just lack yeah, of consistency. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that, again my point. Kind of ties both into to yours. Um, one, I do think that the faction concept is such a good thought because 
you know, thinking about one of the more successful Lucha Libre factions that have kind of translated well into American audiences is Legaro de Fantasma on NXT. And NXT really hasn't had a very strong Lucha Libre presence in historically um, outside of what the Lucha Dragons when they were tag team champions. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Legado de Fantasma did something so unique where they acknowledged and embraced that culture, but also had a hard edge and, Mm -hmm. you know, made it something different. And I think lumping, you know, that trio together and and the common thread of Lucha Libre has really created such a strong presence for all three of them. But, of course, yeah. especially Santos Escobar. And he really helped solidify mm-hmm. and really helped make that Cruiserweight Championship, um, mm-hmm. you know, something special. Um, but also, to Dusty's point, consistency is really important. Um, and I'm thinking more uh, at Proud and Powerful. You know, that is something that yes. they hot and cool yeah. and back and forth you know, inconsistent with, with booking and their opportunities. And, you know, I've kind of liked this longer storytelling with FTR. Um, but ultimately, hopefully this is a catalyst for them to get into that tag title picture, because that's really what, if a company really wants to look at, at their Lucha, Lucha doors and, and look at Lucha Libre as something that's honored and even respected, you know, having, and not necessarily just saying willy nilly putting titles on, on people, but, to Brendan's original point, you know, Ring of Honor, you know, uh, at one point and, and still really more towards the beginning of, of, or most of 2020, some of it was due to the pandemic. Uh, but you know, most of their championships were held by luchadors. Uh, and so that too was a moment of them recognizing how they could set themselves apart, but also as a company that values wrestling professional wrestling understanding that lucha libre is a form of professional wrestling that can capture and bring in a, a, a new audience uh for me the only kind of final thing to add to that is you know the the tie-in to maybe more of that traditional mexican wrestling and mm-hmm. acknowledging that a little bit more um yeah. a la kenny omega is your triple a mega champion and that's you know, not very frequently discussed. You know, Diana Parazzo is going to be facing uh, Fabi Apache for the Triple A Reina de Reina's championship. And yet, you know, Impact hasn't mentioned that a lot. Impact has had a, a good relationship with Triple A in the past where we've seen LAX versus the Lucha Bros in like a uh-huh. crazy match. And that recognition and partnership with Triple A for Triple Mania and other, you know, uh, points. Having that relationship and bond makes it one that, you know, you you bring in an American audience to the other point that Brendan was saying about, you know, who else is doing it very well? MLW. Even before the start of Azteca Underground, they made it a point where they said we are a fusion of different styles of wrestling and being very clear that Lucha Libre was one of those pillars. But now with Azteca Underground, they are not only revitalizing Lucha Underground, they are still presenting Lucha Libre in a way that's tied in with MLW, more an American product, and then bringing in that American audience, hopefully, to this other style of wrestling. So I feel like continuity and, and partnership with, 
you know, other promotions and recognition of storylines outside of that company, you know, when warranted and when it works can be a very powerful uh, vessel. I just uh, mentioned early on, you mentioned Legato del Fantasma. I just wanted to jump in and, and uh, talk about one little aspect on start with the weird kidnapping angle that finally solidified and it gelled into the magic we got. So just just pointing out that uh, some of the, the the consistency that we've been saying we'd like to see is for when you find something good, that's the thing you want to stick with, right? Like, you know, you can have your shaky starts, you can have your misfires, you know, and, but when you find, like, that heel penta, stick with that heel penta is, is kind of what, you know, to, to mm-hmm. bring it around to one of Dusty's points. Yeah, that's kinda, exactly you know. to, to his point of consistency. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed our topic for Wednesday's Chair Shot Radio. Don't forget, if you have your thoughts uh, on what we talked about today, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. Uh, Brendan, where can our listeners find you? All right, I am 321 T-Shirt Guy. That's the number. Verse 321 T-Shirt Guy is all spelled out. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. And I'm all over the Twitters. And Dusty, where can our listeners find you? I am on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dusty Murphy. And I am on Instagram at Dusty Murphy. And me, Miranda Morales, you can find me at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. You know the drill. I'm the Twitterless heroine. I'm not on Twitter, so don't even try it. But <laughs> feel free to follow Dusty, Brendan, or the Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media on Twitter. I still have it in my profile. I'm your official inbox over on Twitter. He is, ladies and gentlemen. So if you need to absolutely send me a message on Twitter, go ahead and send it to Brendan at 321T-Shirt-Guy. If you absolutely need to send it, Go ahead and, and, and reach out to Brendan. He'll convey the message to me in one to three business days. <laughs> and, of course, make sure you stay tuned to the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. Uh, we air on Friday, Saturday-ish at LuchaCentral.com. And then you can also find us usually a few days later uh, on Mondays at TheChairShot.com. We cover everything you need to know about Lucha Libre, what's happening with different promotions, luchadors. We also talk about what's happening in Mexico. We give you a little bit of education with this week in Lucha Libre history and much, much more. So if you want to know more about Lucha Libre, if you're a fan or maybe you're just curious, Come and check us out at the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast at LuchaCentral.com and TheChairShot.com. Again, thank you so much for letting us crash the Wednesday edition of ChairShot Radio. You never know when we're going to be back. We're taking (laughs) over. So you may hear us soon. Uh, Let us know, too, your thoughts. If you want to hear more of us at ChairShot Radio, uh, make sure you reach out to us on social media or, of course, TheChairShot.com. For Brendan Barr and Dusty Murphy, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you so much. Make sure you you make sure you stay tuned to Chair Shot Radio all throughout the week. I don't have the schedule in front of me because I'm not Greg DeMarco and I'm not organized. But you know we cut, we get you uh, Chair Shot Radio Monday through Friday. We got you covered all throughout this week. So check out thechairshot.com for these little tidbits of news and information. And, of course, thechairshot.com, your source for wrestling, news, analysis, sports entertainment, 
in sports entertainment. Uh, you guys have a great day. Take care, and uh, we'll see you soon. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Yeah.